Welcome to Word at Nine, a podcast dedicated to lifting up the voices of student preachers at Yale Divinity School. I'm your host, Christy Stang. Today, I'd like to welcome Lee Phoebus as our preacher. Lee is a second year MDiv, and in her words, she's still working through what that means. So Lee, thank you for sharing your reflections in this episode. He got up and rebuked the wind and the raging waters. The storm subsided and all was calm. I am so grateful for this opportunity to talk in this, my bedroom, in my microphone, amid the quiet of this space. I gave a version of this sermon last year and it has given me residual shivers in my spine that my theology may not have been correct. And I'm going to double down today. The older parts remain mostly untouched with new material dispersed throughout. I wrote this while planning to go on a retreat in the Catskills with a number of women in my class. Christ stays asleep amidst the storm. The disciples are scared. So they try to awake him. Christ awakens and rebukes the storm. It fades, and Christ then scolds the disciples for their disbelief. There is little in my life that hasn't been solved by a cold brew coffee and a 20-minute nap. And there are sparingly few times when I remember how much it truly helps I'm highly emotional and responsive. The smallest blip in the road is enough to send me into a spiral, tail spinning well beyond the storm, well into calm water. I need to fix some internal failure, fix myself, focus harder, do more, do something all the time. So I need a reset. Instead... I practice a horrible form of deprivation, of avoidance and neglect. And all I feel is noise. Unending noise hurts. It cracks and breaks and files. It tosses the boat wildly with sweat and nausea, eternal and disgusting. This isn't me describing some neurosis I think is individual and unique. Instead, the atomization of ourselves and our work makes noise unbearable. We are disrupted. They are ruining it. Parents, siblings, and Christ, I love them, and they are so loud. When I worked in a dental insurance company right out of college, I was a temp. Because no one would ever need my immediate attention, I only took out my headphones when they were dead. And I dreaded that time. I would be alone in a storm surrounded by the mail audit that was a Sisyphean task. Open the envelope, copy the pages, log them into a spreadsheet. I had been trained for this work, but I never finished it due to circumstances outside my control. So those foils, And those dying headphones haunt my memory of the exact amount of time it takes for me to go through another rubber-banded stack, time measurable by weight. Now this is an individual neurosis. 
but it was deeply human. And in that connective tissue of humanity, God worked. God was still shaping me to be more conscious, more aware. Even in my boredom, my noise-sick loneliness, God rested and worked. This past summer, my mother ran her business upstairs, the door unable to close, from humid swelling. But I was still in my room, trying desperately to learn Hebrew. <laughs> Between each letter, Aleph, Beit, there was a bump, scratch, and hiss that screams from the world around me. And God was in my frustration, asleep in the midst of my storm. Half faith. But I still work. I still fret. I spend hours of my day paralyzed by the choice of how and why to weather each storm. And the storm will pass in measures of time. After this day, after this week, after this due date, after this semester, after grad school. But there has never been a problem that hasn't been solved by a nap and cold brew coffee. At rest, I no longer have to avoid noise to keep some false approximation of focus among other false ideals. It is joyous and privileged, but it is still so noisy and chaotic. If it is not a perfect rest, it is a waste of time. We have to earn our rest in this world. I can rest on my lunch break, but I am jostled by every minute that slips away and brings me closer to the time when I have to get back to work. I can rest when I get home from a busy day, but then I am crushed by my inability to focus on the things that give me rest and I perpetuate unhealthy cycles that keep me unhappy, not only with my activities, but with myself. We can rest when we retire, but then we must make ourselves busy or face the crushing loneliness of our lives without work, a noisy, lonely life. And all the while, the pharmacies and grocery stores and outlet malls are filled with an obnoxious flow of music from loudspeakers, tuned to a type of metallic pang that makes my brain leak. The world is noisy and exhausted and relentless. Another lunch break, another committee meeting, another restless interval and the letters and the headphones expand in piles of work beyond my comprehension. Our work will only be done if we do it. I know this, and yet I cannot rebuke the storm. I cannot fight noise. So I jostle Christ's sleeping body, frantic that we will capsize, we will perish. And yet, in quiet, you can almost feel how God so lovingly crafted us, moving our bones into place, creating muscle and fat 
taking joy in every element of us, taking care and filling us with breath that we can feel and access and praise. Our bodies tell us of God's abiding love to restore us breath to breath. And in that love, even in moments of tediousness, God watches like a parent leaning over a crib, each noise precious, each noise exciting, a wonder. The joy of the miracle in the storm is in Jesus sleeping and awakening, fully flesh, tossed in the sea. What wonder is he who breathes and acts and loves and rebukes? Have faith. With faith, our time-labored storms are no longer cut off from restoration. Through it, we find energy for rebuke. It is a privilege to rest in faith of God. In the noise, God loves you. In the raucous noise, Jesus sleeps. But there is no need for panic. Have faith. Rest and have faith. Amen. This has been Word at Nine, a podcast dedicated to lifting up the voices of student preachers at Yale Divinity School. Thank you for listening.